Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. Hey, we're going to talk about the NFL. It's the only sport with things of substance going on right now. Want to talk about Tom Brady. Want to talk about the NFC South. And has that become the best division in the NFL? A little bit on in the Orleans Saints. Uh, we'll talk about how this coronavirus pandemic has affected the rest of the sports world and might it affect the NFL this fall or college football. Trey Blossman and I will give you our thoughts on this and maybe some advice from two guys who know a little bit about sports but don't know much about the medical stuff, but we'll give you our thoughts anyway. So it's Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. Hey, got some nice feedback last week when we had the Music Takes, a segment within the podcast when we told you about the White Buffalo and about Slobber Bone. Next podcast, early next week, we'll throw some Music Takes in there. We appreciate the nice feedback on that part of the podcast, Sports Takes, with Trey Blossman and myself. Let's listen to a quick message, then we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We'll have some sports takes for you and our thoughts and suggestions about the coronavirus pandemic. Stay tuned. Trey Blossman and myself, Trey will join us in just a moment. Not a lot happening in the sports world, but we're still here for you. Appreciate everybody checked out the podcast earlier this week, including the segment we did on music takes. when We told you about the white buffalo and slobber bone. Scroll back and listen to that one if you want. Uh, we'll throw some music in in the next episode uh, early next week. But right now, we got some things we want to kick around with you, Trey Blossman and myself. Please feel free to share this podcast with all of your friends. Uh, Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, Tommy. Doing well. Hey, I was, uh, the NFL is about the only sport that's got stuff going on of substance, certainly. Lots of things coming out from other sports. But as we've seen this week, obviously the number one story is Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And that led me to start thinking that, hey, the NFC South division is going to clearly be the best division in the NFL. Now, I know some will say the NFC West with the Seahawks, the Rams, the Cardinals, and the 49ers is pretty good. And I agree with that. But, I mean, Carolina's going to be better with Teddy Bridgewater. Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. The Saints are going to be good again. And I, the Falcons went 7-9 and nine last year, but they had Todd Gurley as a running back. You got Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. I mean, that's going to be the best division in the NFL as far as I'm concerned. It looks like it's shaping up to be the case, Tommy. Uh, it's going to be really interesting with Brady and Tampa. And, you know, Jameis Winston led the NFL in passing yards last year. He also led the NFL in interceptions. Tom Brady will throw fewer interceptions. Will he throw his, for as many passing yards is the question. He'll have better weapons than he had around him in New England last year. Uh He's had better weapons in New England around him, but last year he didn't because of injuries and other factors, retirements of Gronk. I, I really am very anxious to see what happens there. I think Teddy's going to do a great job for Carolina. He's a more solid player, if less spectacular, potentially, than Cam Newton. It should be fun. You know, I've been a New England Patriots fan for a long time and thus became a Tom Brady fan. I was a Drew Bledsoe fan, back going back to his Washington State days. 
and I was a big tuna fan. And when the tuna was coaching there and he had Bledsoe, who's in the wine business now, by the way, when he had Drew Bledsoe at quarterback, I became a fan. Tom Brady came in, won the job, started winning, kept winning, became a Tom Brady fan. Next season will be the first time in my life I pull against Tom Brady. And uh, I, uh, I can't wait to do it. I, I hope he falls flat on his face, to be honest with you. I don't expect, I don't expect that to happen, though. You, 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 you hope that for Brady? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I hope, I, he, has hor- I hope he has a horrible year. Well, I don't think he will. I don't think he will he's... either. I think he'll play well, but I hope he has a horrible year. <laughs> well, here's my thoughts on Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, you could say he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but here's what I see. I see a guy who's extremely intelligent. I mean, his football IQ is through the roof. You see a guy who's a fierce competitor. He loves to win, and he has won a lot, okay? And I just think that he wants to prove like you kind of said, Belichick wants to say he did it without Brady. I think Brady wants to say I did it without Belichick. Bruce Arians, very much a quarterback-oriented guy. Ben Roethlisberger of the Steelers has come out and said Brady's going to love playing for Arians. Arians was the offensive coordinator for Ben Roethlisberger when the Steelers won two Super Bowls. You know, you throw in the receivers they got in Godwin and Evans. They got a couple of good tight ends. Uh, I, I just think that as you said, they passed for a lot of yardage last year. Bruce Arians is a player's coach, much more than Bill Brady. And I, I think Brady, I mean, Bill Belichick, I think Brady's going to excel in Tampa. I know Vegas has already got him. Their odds are better to win the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think you want to worry about all that now. He is going into the best division in the NFL, in my opinion, and the opinion of others. It's going to be fun to watch, and, uh, you know, Saints fans get to see him up close twice a year, including in the Superdome. Yeah, well, you know, that's going to be a big draw, no doubt about that. Yeah, so, you know, Saints did re-sign offensive lineman Andreas Pete, about the only thing I got Malcolm Jenkins back in the secondary. Uh, Sean Payton is revealed that he had tested positive for the coronavirus and he's feeling better every day. Uh, so that's about all that's happening with the Saints. But uh, certainly the NFL is continuing on through this free agency. They are going to conduct the draft a little over a month from now, but it's not going to be with public involvement. Probably going to be like the old days where it's going to be done you know, via the phone, the Internet, all that good stuff. Uh, so the NFL is rolling on. There are those that don't know if there's going to be an NFL season. I know we're sitting here on March the 20th today, and it's a little hard to speculate what's going to happen as we go forward. But I hope our country's back to normal long before the NFL and college football season, for that matter. Tommy, if it's not, life as we know it is over. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, again, we're we're latter part of March. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know when it's going to be normal, but I hope it's soon. And again, as I'll, I'll repeat myself, if this affects college football in the NFL, you're correct that we got a problem that we've never ever encountered in our lifetimes and maybe not in this nation's history. I, I totally agree. I had somebody ask me today if I had heard anything about that there wasn't going to be a football season I thought he was talking about college, but I didn't ask if he was talking about college or pro. 
either one if there's one there will be the other if there's not one there won't be the other i i think they go hand in hand i don't think we'll see a college football season and no nfl or vice versa i think we see them both or we see neither well i agree with that completely you know and there's a lot of things that have to happen between now and then you know sports is the fun and games department but it is a diversion that people tend to rally around we saw that after 9-11 we've seen that at other times in history but you you can't have sports if we have a a national crisis with this virus which we have now it's upon us you know but when can they flatten the curve as they say or when can we even begin to return to normal i don't think you can say well you know uh, let's go with uh april the 20th everything will be normal again no pun intended on 420 there but um (laughs) yeah see you gotta really know what's going on to understand that one. But, you know, you can't say, oh, we'll be okay by then or Memorial Day or Fourth of July. We all hope so, but we don't know. No, we don't. I I don't think many of us know right now. Tommy, I'm a smart guy. I am very unwise in the ways of science, to paraphrase an old Monty Python skit. Uh, (laughs) I don't understand science. I can't get my head around this. I, 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 thankfully, I'm really I'm good with numbers. I'm a math whiz. But if I'd have had to make a career out of being a doctor, I'd have been become a homeless person because I'm just not smart about science. So I, I listen to what they say. I've tried reading some of the technical reports on this, and after two paragraphs, my head hurts and I quit. So uh, I really don't know what's going on you know, with the virus itself and how it's spread. I read things that are contradictory. Animals can't get it and give it to you, but then I read that they can. I think the best thing that we can do is to follow the directives of our elected leaders. And if they're telling us to try and stay home, other than going to the grocery store, the drugstore, or the doctor, then we should stay home unless we have to go to the grocery store, the drugstore, or the doctor. And a lot of people just aren't doing that. I've left my house almost every day, but I'm going out to do what I absolutely need to do. Yesterday, I went and got a cup of coffee. First time ever in the history of me going to Starbucks, there was not a car in the drive-up line. I drove right up and ordered. Uh, I was shocked by that. But after that, I went to the store and picked up a couple things. And then I picked up a hamburger to go from a restaurant that I like to go to. And I came home and here I am. I'm going to go back out in a little bit, but I'm going to do two things and I'm going to come home. I'm not going to go try and expose myself to a lot of people. But again, Tommy, I'm 61 years old. I had a bad case of pneumonia two years ago that took me over 90 days to shake. Uh, I'm at risk here, so I'm going to be a little bit cautious. When I was 20 years old and I thought I was invisible and bulletproof, I probably would have wanted to go to spring break and go get drunk in bars too. But somehow we need to convince those young people that that's not a smart thing to do right now. Well, you know, I made a, I, I ran a couple of errands earlier this morning. I went to two different stores, got some things I needed to get, and I got some additional things that, well, if I don't have to go anywhere for a week or two, then I'm not going to go anywhere. Now, later today, I got to go check my P.O. box where I get my mail because I am expecting some important items in the mail, and I'm going to go to see if they are there. And if they're not, I'll go back to that, uh, you know, on Monday and see if they arrive. 
but you know, I, I'm like you, I'm being wise about it. I've got food, all the other things I need, uh, to take care of me. I got my music. I got what sports we can pay attention to. And, you know, I'm just, I'm 60 years old, just a tad younger than you. So I'm just going to be smart about it. And as you said, follow our leaders. And uh, if they tell me to don't go running around, I'm not going to go running around. I'm going to do what I have to do. And that's going to be the limit. I am going, you know, I've been walking each day for 20, 25 minutes, enjoying the fresh air and getting a little exercise. And that that's my way of getting out the house right now. Well, you know, Tommy, I I'm typically don't have a lot of faith and confidence in our elected leaders on any level, but I do know this. They don't want to have to tell us to stay at home. That's the last thing in the world they want to tell us. Uh, it's not an easy decision to make. You and I talked off air before we started recording. I fully expect Louisiana to join California and other states in asking people to absolutely, you know, stay home unless you have to go out. I think that order is going to come on Monday. Uh, we're in some uncertain times that we need to turn this thing now. Uh, the death rate is not that high, but our hospitals could be overrun with patients needing critical care. And perhaps this is exposed that we have a shortage of critical care beds in the United States. And that's something that needs to be dealt with. And I'm sure that if it is, it will be dealt with. I'm seeing some great leadership in some places. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of our president. I, I believe he's trying his best and he has intelligent people around him. I read today that they've done amazing things in Washington state where the governor has purchased with state money two closed hotels and is quickly refurbishing them to house patients that have the coronavirus. That's good, intelligent leadership. Uh, we need more of that, Tommy. Well, I agree with you. And you got to you got to listen to the people who know what they're talking about. I saw a funny thing on Facebook, you know, like a picture of a diploma on the wall in a doctor's office. And it said, trust me, I know more than your Google search does. So <laughs> my, my point being, you know, listen to the people who know I'm like you. I, I got I'm so far removed from the medical field. It's not even funny. You know, I, my, my interests are elsewhere. So I am listening to my doctor, to other professionals who know what they're talking about, and I'm just going to defer to them, just like they can defer to me if they want to, if they think the NFC South, the best division in, in the NFL. And, I, and I'll tell them, you know, that's kind of the way I've always done it. I know the title of this podcast is Sports Takes, and if we had more sports to talk about, we'd do it. But Trey, you've been a, a personality on air for many decades, as have I. And I think there's a fraction of people, a faction of people out there who don't mind hearing our thought on this. I've been asked on the, on social media a few times, what's my thought about this? What's my thought about that? Just because of the role you and I both had, you know, as pseudo members of the media for the last 30 years or so. Well, you know, we've seen a lot. And when you're involved in media, you have to pay attention to things. Even if you're a sportscaster, you pay attention to the news because it's it's important. And uh, this is unlike anything I've ever been through. I've had conversations with people about post-Katrina. I stayed with my wife and my youngest son, who I think was 12 at the time. We had 10 trees hit our house. We were without electricity for 22 days. I did not have water because I had a well with an electric pump. 
we traveled to either Talashik or my mother's house where they had artesian wells available for me to fill a 55-gallon plastic drum with water every day to take baths and flush toilets and things. But you know what? Even though we have electricity now and I have air conditioning, this is stranger than post-Katrina because this is unknown. I've been through hurricanes before. I I knew when I stayed, trees were going to fall down and hit my house. I knew I would be out out of electricity for a while. I don't know what's going to happen with this. Well, I think we all have to just be together, get through this together. We're a resilient country. We're a resilient state in Louisiana. We've been through a lot, uh, you know, with Katrina and other things uh, in our state. The, the Great Baton Rouge flood of 2016, which still has an impact on some of my friends. So just be kind to people, listen to the instructions from our leaders and the medical profession. And, you know, we hope we can say this will pass and you know, one day things will start heading back to being normal. And one day maybe they'll get to being normal. So just a little something from, from Trey Blossman and myself here uh, with our thoughts on all this. And, you know, Trey and I are probably in agreement. We'd like nothing more than, you know, baseball season to start and the NBA to play again and, and football to have spring practice and high school kids, especially the seniors, get a chance to do something before we get to the end of May. But none of us know if that's going to happen. Tommy, I'll tell you that at this point, I think we've seen the last of the NBA for this year. I would agree with that. And, and as each day passes, that becomes more likely. Well, you're re- reading about how many players have the virus and how many team officials and employees and, uh, you know, the season, the playoffs normally start in three or four weeks from now. I, I don't know, you know, do they cancel the end of the season and just have playoffs? I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm beginning to doubt that we're going to see any NBA before late October when they start playing again. I agree with that. I read an article today about, you know, maybe the All-Star game in mid-July scheduled for Los Angeles could be a starting point for baseball. I I hope, you know, I hope it starts before that. But, you know, again, all this becomes secondary to to the health of, of people in our country and the ability of businesses to stay open and bear the brunt of this uh, virus and all the, you know, stay at homes and all the, the, the things that have been placed upon us with the gatherings and the social distance. And uh, let's get through all of that. And then we can find out where the sports world is. Well, you know, Tommy, we absolutely deal with this on a local basis, but just to give you an idea here, as we close out today of how this is affecting people everywhere. We've seen the news in Spain and Italy and Iran and, of course, China. My mom and dad have been on Grand Cayman since early early January. They flew home Wednesday. The reason they flew home Wednesday, they were told if they stayed on Grand Cayman that after Sunday, they didn't know when they could leave. Grand Cayman is going on a lockdown. No one can enter or leave the island as of Sunday. Well, I'm glad they're they're back on the North Shore uh, with the rest of the family. And let's just hope that, you know, we're going to do another podcast early part of next week. And hopefully we can have some kind of good news there. But I'm not so sure that we can. 
That's when we'll talk about music again, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, we got to throw the music <laughs> takes in there. We got got some positive feedback about that, uh, uh, but we'll definitely throw that at some people. We'll have a, a little bit of sports and a little bit of music, and hopefully something good, a good news about the uh, the co- coronavirus situation. Trey Blossman, uh, as much as you can, enjoy the weekend, and we'll do another podcast early next week. Thank you, Tommy.